the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Polito. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And once again, we have a winning combination for you lined up today. Starting off with the one of the only two award-winning score volunteers. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Lucy Polito. How are you doing today, Lucy? Chris, I, if I was any better, I don't know what I would do. Um, <laughs> I am terrific. All right. And, of course, I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But, of course, this show is all about SCORE and everything that SCORE has got going on. And, of course, they always have something going on at SCORE. And so, once again, we thank you for tuning in. And, of course, SCORE is now also back in operation with the office doors open. Right, Lucy? How's that working out? And we are working hard. And I am telling you, you know, we're still very, very busy. Uh, of course, our hours have been cut back a little bit because now we start at 10 o'clock in the morning until 4. But nevertheless, we have been busy and uh, there's always somebody at the office in that period of time. Uh, but we also you know, continue to receive phone calls and, and so on. So it's been, you know, it continues to be business as usual. And, so we're happy about that. And, it, and we are, we're doing our Coffee with the Leader, which is also a, a very great program. And that's, uh, we continue to do that via Zoom, which is really great because that reaches an awful lot more audience outside of Orlando, actually outside of the state. Uh, we're getting people from outside of the state also. So it really is turning out to be a very good uh, year so far. All right. And, of course, that Coffee with the Leader series is bi-monthly. And you can find out when the next one is and get a little preview of the speaker by going to orlando.score.org. And if you sign up for the excellent newsletter there, you'll get the alerts sent to you. And that's orlando.score.org. And, of course, the offices are still located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End, in particular in the National Entrepreneur Center. And that is a great place over there, great facilities and uh, and they are getting back into having in person uh, not only visits you know safe face to face with say a volunteer or a mentor, but also classroom setting over there because they have great facilities as I said, and uh, and basically you reopened them in, in fine fashion there what about a month and a half or so ago, with the uh, the women's yes, festival we did. women's event yep. <clears throat> the ladder event, yeah, yeah. That climbing event, the ladder. The women's event was very very successful. We had. Uh, uh, Quite a number of ladies there, and uh, it was very good, as it always is. Any anything we have done in the past that we put together, it turns out to be quite good. But this one in particular, I think, was, in my opinion, was excellent. It was really very, very well organized. Everybody was uh, very. Uh, all the speakers were great, 
and uh, we got some very good feedback. So I think it was a great success. Yeah, it absolutely was. And there'll be more of those to come, ladies and gentlemen. And once again, if you sign up for the newsletter at orlando.score.org, you will get the alerts and you'll know what's happening and you'll be able to be one of the first to sign up and get tickets or however the arrangements have to be made. And that's where you can also take advantage of the Zoom uh, conferences that the that Lucy was speaking about, like the Coffee with the Leader series. That's all at Orlando.score.org. And just like the mentorship program, which has never had a charge, it's all at the same price once again, Lucy, which is? Oh, my goodness. And then you forced me to say the word. And, you know, our guest today might beat me up for saying that, but it is free. (laughs) Absolutely no charge. And once again, there's never been a charge for the mentorship part of SCORE. Uh, There had been a minimal charge, and I do mean minimal charge, for the educational programs only to pay for the the, uh, handouts that you would take home with you. But uh, all of that now, of course, online, there is no charge for that either. But, of course, SCORE is a nonprofit organization, and only through grants and also great sponsors can they make all of this available, as they have now going on 60 years. Can't believe it, but time is flying by, Lucy. It sure is. You know, do you realize that I have been with SCORE for 22 years? Almost as it's going to be longer than I actually worked making money. (laughs) Now I don't make any money and I work harder than before. But you seem to get a lot of satisfaction out of it. That's Yes, it does. It does. I am so glad that I did find SCORE because, you know, business was always in my blood, I guess. So I'm happy that even though I don't make any money, I do get rewarded by the success of many people. All right. And, of course, if you would like to be a volunteer at SCORE, you can go to orlando.score.org, and right there they have the banner. You can uh, explore that and maybe sit down and speak with somebody about it if you're serious about it. But they're always looking for more volunteers. And, of course, SCORE is a nationwide organization, and you can go to score.org, score.org, and get the locations of offices all over the country. And, of course, they have volunteers staffing all of those offices, over 15,000, I believe, nationwide, and about 60 or so here locally. All right, so that does bring us to our guest today, and uh, her specialty is relations, because she's a relations specialist. So I'd like to welcome to the show Dr. Mimi Hull. Dr. Hull, thanks for being with us today. Delighted to be part of it. Thank you. Okay. Well, I know you haven't been on the show before. At least I don't remember you being on the show before, have you? I have not. Okay. All right. Well, the way we like to start out is find out a little bit of something, a little something about the guests themselves before we get to, uh, you know, your occupation, your professional, your profession. Um, So tell us uh, uh, about Dr. Hull. How did you become to be a doctor? Where are you from? Where did you grow up? And what inspired you to be the doctor that you are? I'm originally from upstate New York. I'm born in Binghamton, oh, New York. Oh, wow. Too bad Rachel. Rich isn't here. I'm sorry. Excuse me, but too bad Rich isn't here, one of our other co-hosts, because Rich Jekyll is from upstate New York as well. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But anyway, go ahead. So you're, from, you're born okay. up there, right? Born in Binghamton, high school in Rochester, graduated from Syracuse University um, with a major in psychology and um, was, you know, in a snowstorm. I actually got stranded on the New York State Thruway for three days, um, never in any danger because I was in a rest area. But I said to my sorority sister that I was with, I said, you know, Eileen, 
I get out of the snowstorm alive and we were again, we're not really any danger. I go, I am moving to Florida. I said, I hate the cold. <laughs> and, you know, you say something and then ultimately that can become true. And so I went ahead and applied to the University of Florida in Gainesville for graduate school. So I got my doctorate in psychology. I'm fully licensed as a psychologist and then have a doctoral minor in management from the business school at University of Florida and never look back. Um, love to visit up north, but I'm very, very happy. I've moved to Orlando, and it's been my home for over 40 years. Wow. That's great. You know, I, I uh, grew up in New York. I'm not from New York, but I grew up in New York. And mm-hmm. like you, uh, I got into a snowstorm one time, and I thought, you know, there's got to be a better place than this. And sure enough, there is, and Florida is it. So Absolutely. I am happy just like you are. All right. So, well, you you got you got us the the beginning and sort of the the you, you flip through to the last chapter. So fill us in. <laughs> what, what about those forty years in between? What did you do during that time, and uh, how did you become a PhD? Um, well, when I said I actually went straight through to school um, for the most part. I, okay. I finished most of my coursework. Um, I met my husband. We married. Was all of this um, at Syracuse University? No, this was at, this was at University of Florida. Oh, okay. And all right. He was graduated from um, uh, Florida Law School, and then um, we moved to Orlando area, and I finished my doctoral dissertation, which was on counselors' perceptions of sex role stereotypes in seven southeastern states. Try (laughs) saying that fast. Uh, Really? (laughs) And uh, what happened was I finished the last words of my dissertation literally six hours before my second uh, child was born. Wow. It took a week late, so... um, it was wonderful in the fact that she was so accommodating and continues to be. And uh, then I started working um, as a counselor for a community college in, in, at Santa Fe in Gainesville. This was and in between all of this. And then um, what we were called upon to do some training for a, an organization. And, and I came back and I, they thought they wanted psychology. And I came back to my dean and said, you know, they don't really want psychology. They really want more motivation, communication, human relations. And at that point, I was doing an internship. And he said, well, you're on an internship. You go create it. So I did. And um, I also said to him that this wasn't meant to be a semester class. It was meant to be a shorter class. He said, you're on an internship. You create it. And he said, I'll know it's successful if they ask for it again. And um, in the year that I was there, we did it eight times, and that really got me started. Um, moved to Orlando, was hired on a phone call. I had gotten the Outstanding Instructor Award at Santa Fe, and then um, was hired on a phone call at Valencia College here in Orlando, and then all the positions were frozen. So ended up teaching emotionally disturbed middle schoolers for a year and uh, ended up uh, as a, having somebody call me and say, you know, I was in your class um, when you did the motivation communication class, and I'm in a position now, I would like to hire you. Um, Where are you located? And it turned out that they were located right here in Orlando, literally less than five miles away from where I was. Um, And they had thought I was still in Gainesville or Jacksonville. So that got me started and the rest were referrals. And so it goes, as they say. Okay. So I love what I do. 
and and it's Hull and Associates. Is that correct? It is. It is. And I really do have associates who will come in and do programs when I'm not available and or to do something that maybe um, they're better at. Okay. Well, let's uh, hold it right there. As we take this break, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Dr. Hull. And by the way, her correct me if I'm wrong about this, but your website is hullonline.com? Right, H-U-L-L-O-N-L-I-N-E. Okay, spell it right on out, wholeonline.com. You can check that website out. And don't forget, while you're at it, if you haven't already, please sign up for the SCORE newsletter at orlando.score.org. And we'll be right back. And don't forget, uh, there's always something going on at SCORE. And the phone number, if you'd like to speak with somebody in person, 407-420-4844. For score, it's 407 420 4844. And when we come back, we'll have more of What's the Score? Okay, we're back. We are What's the Score? And once again, thank you for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. And thanks for telling your friends and family about the show. That's how the audience has really grown. That's one of the advantages of radio. If they don't listen to it, they're going to hear about it from you. All right. So in the meantime, you got Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart. Our guest today is Dr. Mimi Hull, and she is of Hull and Associates, and that's HullOnline.com. And as I said at the beginning of the show, uh, you you are a relations specialist. And you mentioned, you said uh, people were more interested in motivation, communication, and what was the other one or two? Well, a lot of dealing with conflict management, leadership development, and team building. Okay. And I see Lucy nodding her head because she came from a big organization where I guess they needed a lot of this kind of thing. Right, Lucy? Boy, you are not kidding. Yeah, You know what? And uh, as life goes on, that does not change. This is something that is, you know, we're human beings. And no matter where we are, where we're from, when we are working, there are always going to be problems. And people like Dr. Hull are always going to be needed because we are human beings. And, um, you know, she can tell us more about how we all relate in the workplace. So it's uh, very interesting. Yes. I've dealt with this kind of problem because I used to have a tremendous amount of people working for me. So I've been there, done that. <laughs> All right. And how did you hand, because I, I, I take it uh, prior to the pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. you were dealing mostly in, in person settings. How did, how did it affect your business during the pandemic? Because I, I, right. think, I think your your services were probably needed more than ever, although the new way of having to deal with that in a logistics sense. So explain to us, please. Yeah, there was definitely a need to, and I hate the word, but I can't think of a better one. I, there was definitely a need to pivot when um, the pandemic came because I was working primarily face-to-face and flying all over the country and doing trainings, literally, when I say all over the country, literally all over the country, and then of course, the pandemic came and the need for dealing with human relations type issues became even greater. Uh, conflict management was really important. People were feeling very desperate. In fact, right now, probably there are more mental health issues at work than ever. Um, and, and 
So what we have to do is pivot and do things differently. And thank goodness for Zoom and, you know, phone calls. And we were able to make it work. And instead of doing things person to person, we were doing a lot of things online. And, you know, I was surprised. I I didn't think it would be as effective as it really was. Uh, Do I still love the person to person training? And of course I do. But on the other hand, this is a wonderful alternative. And as I work with people on what I call the real West Coast, not the West Coast of Florida, um, you know, it's kind of nice not to have to always go in an airplane to get to Portland and not to have to go in an airplane to go to Seattle or um, or even to have to go to Tallahassee. You know, it's really very, very comfortable to do some things online. Um, but also you, you miss the person to person's interaction. Well, you know, uh... I think you're right. Uh, you know, we all have gone through this change. Uh, at the very beginning, when we started talking about Zoom, I thought, because I'm a person, people, you know, I like to talk to people. I like to kind of touch feel type thing. You know, I want to be with people all the time. Uh, so this Zoom thing was really a, a major change for me, but I've gotten used to it. And I think most everybody that is now is very comfortable with it, but I still miss the people part, the actual part of that. And I wonder, uh, you probably have encountered after the pandemic, I think you're right. I think there are more psychological problems uh, appearing now than there were before. Um, How is that being handled at the business level? Because, I mean, let's face it, most management people aren't, they're not hired for that. They don't know how to deal with that. And so now I think you have to deal with more with management than with the rest of the employees. That, that's what I think. What do you You're say? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. As what we're dealing with right now is every indication of mental illness is up. When we talk about it in terms of alcohol abuse, drug abuse, people not sleeping, um, even suicide. You know, there's a reason that they're calling this time the great resignation because people are leaving their jobs because they don't feel like they're being handled well. Uh, you're not getting people care. People are not feeling like they're getting any care for what they really are um, wanting. And, you know, a lot of you know how to do their jobs, but they're missing the interaction with other people. And a lot of stress is going on in the workplace because many managers don't know what to do. They're great widget makers. They get other people to make widgets, but they don't know how to deal with the conflict that is going on. They don't know how to deal with the fact that people feel estranged from others. They don't know how to deal with the fact that, you know, people are feeling very torn on one hand. They're happy to get back to the workplace and have the interaction. On the other hand, especially with the cost of getting to work right now in terms of gas prices, there's additional stress on them economically, as well as, you know, it used to be it only took three minutes to go from the bedroom to the office within the house to get to work. And now all of a sudden they're realizing, oh, wow, I'm spending 30 minutes each way on the road. So the stress level is very high. And if managers are not dealing with it, what we're finding is that people are resigning. They don't want to put up with it. They're not willing to put up with it. That's why I say, uh, Businesses really have to look at their management because, you know, people aren't prepared. Most people 
aren't prepared to be managers. I mean, people get promoted maybe because they were doing a function and they do it very well. And all of a sudden they say, okay, now you can manage this organization. But nobody teaches you how to deal with people. And that is what it's all about. If you're going to be successful in business, you have to know how to manage people. You have to recognize the problems. You have to recognize they are now going through some very difficult times because they're, it's not only businesses that are suffering, but the people are also suffering as a result of personal financial problems, uh, their families. I mean, right now, people have more problems, certainly than when I was young and I was working. You know, I, I only had to worry about going to work, period, and working. But I didn't have all these other pressures. But I really think that right now, that's a serious problem. And management really needs to look at that. And they really do. Um, when we go into the programs and when we go into the organizations and we do the team building and we do the conflict management, you can almost hear a communal sigh of relief because there is real conflict. And, you know, one of the things that people don't realize is that when, when there's unknowns, when people don't know what's happening, they will go to the negative. And once they start the negative responses, it spirals and they tend to become even more negative. And that, again, is very, very contagious, unfortunately. And what we have found, and people say, oh, no, they don't go to the negative. I said, well, let me give you a good example. If at 4 o'clock on Friday, your boss says to you, we need to talk on Monday. <laughs> are you thinking it's a good thing? You're not going to sleep a whole lot over the weekend, I, I, exactly. I presume, right? Yeah. They've effectively ruined, you know, they've ruined your weekend. Because we don't think of anything other than the negative when we don't know something. Right. And likewise, when we're not having the contact with people, we wonder, what are they doing? Why are they doing this to me? Oh, I'm working, but I don't know if they're working. And so a lot of that negativity um, happens and people lose control. And um, oftentimes, as I said, if you go in and you do some team building, and you do some leadership development, and you invest in, in the organization and in the people, the returns are significant. But people have to invest first. Okay. Our guest today, Dr. Mimi Hull of Hull & Associates. You can visit her online at hullonline.com, hullonline.com, H-U-L-L, hullonline.com. And the, by the way, did, did you have a phone number that you'd like to give, give out as well, Dr. Hull? Sure, it's 407-628-0669. Okay. 407-628-0669. Okay, and we'll give that out a little bit later on in the show again if you did not have a chance to write it down. Uh, and now, the um, the uh, as you said, the experience before was pretty much in person, then you went to almost all Zoom. Is it now the hybrid is what's being described as the hybrid thing where you do both? Absolutely. And, you know, depending on the situation, I'm now, you know, I said I've got my wings back on. I'm flying out and doing different trainings in different places. But on the other hand, I'm also being available to do a lot of the follow-up work um, remotely. And so doing a lot of the coaching and the counseling one-on-one, you know, via Zoom. So we are definitely doing a hybrid. Okay, do you also blog or podcast or anything of that nature? It's one of those things that I keep saying I should do, but I've been too busy doing to do. Okay, all um, right, not a problem. <laughs> but I do send out a newsletter, and uh, okay. we do that six times a year. And um, 
And people can sign up for that. Website. I take it at your website. They can go to, there's a place there and they sign up for the newsletter. Yes. And, yes. Okay. And they'd get the, the latest copy if they sign up like today. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Absolutely. And that is wholeonline.com, wholeonline.com. And uh, we're approaching another break. And when we come back, uh, I want to get into a little bit more of the, uh, the things maybe that managers uh, should be looking out for and uh, maybe some tips on what to do when they see some of those things. Because, you know, as, as Lucy, you know, Lucy worked for American Express. I mean, a major international corporation with lots and lots of people. But every organization has tensions because you're dealing with human relations and people have lives outside their jobs, which can affect their life on the job. So uh, all of that comes together for any size organization. So what Dr. Hull has to offer, obviously, is valuable to everyone. And once again, her website, hullonline.com. And while you're at it, sign up for the SCORE newsletter as well, orlando.score.org. So if you haven't already, you can sign up for both newsletters today. And if you'd like to make an appointment to visit with someone at SCORE, 407-420-4844 is the number for SCORE. 407-420-4844. And when we come back, we'll give you Dr. Hull's phone number again as well. All right, so uh, once again, uh, oh, yeah, and don't forget to follow us and especially like Rich. He's looking for those things on Facebook. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. And in the meantime, we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? We're back. We are What's the Score, and we want to, once again, thank you for tuning in, and we really do appreciate you spreading the word. All right, got Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart, our guest today, Dr. Mimi Hull of Hull & Associates. That's HullOnline.com. Dr. Hull's phone number, 407-628-0669, 407-628-0669. And you mentioned uh, during the last break, you know, things can come to a breaking point. And sometimes people lose control, and that can result in all kinds of various, I guess, a spectrum of things. And from, you know, people just kind of holding it in and and just storming out uh, to, you know, violence. So what are some of the signs that people should be looking for in the all the time? But, you know, got to admit today the stress level is high for everybody. You know, you have to look at a variety of different things. You know, one is, does a person take a lot of breaks? And what I mean by breaks, I think that people need to have respite and, and time in between. But are they going out and sort of sneaking out? And, and they may, in fact, have a bottle of, of booze in the car. <laughs> uh, they may have drugs. They may have a lot of different things that they're sneaking out and doing. And so I think that's one of the, the signs that you want to look for, along with, are they um, absent on either Fridays or Mondays, Mondays in particular, because are, did they have a rough weekend and suddenly they can't get back to work? Um, are they picky over little things, things that normally wouldn't bother them, but suddenly they are bothered by it um, and all of a sudden they explode? 
That's another indication. And when I say explode, it doesn't necessarily have to be outwardly. When they could explode inwardly, which is in many cases even more dangerous, the person who stops, you know, if they're in the office, they go in their own office and they shut the door and don't want to talk to anybody is another option. Um, so you want to look at what is their normal, usual functioning behavior. And then you want to look at what are they doing that isn't typical of what they do? We all have our little routines when we go to work and our routines about what things get us excited, what things get us upset. Um, but when you look at people, what's kind of out of the ordinary? Um, the other piece of it is, do they become more reclusive where they're not talking to people? Um, and are they turning some of that angst and anxiety inward? Um because what happens is, you know, you hear oftentimes, but they were so quiet. They were so unassuming. I never would have expected for them to, and fill in the blank, whether it's shoot someone, shoot themselves, you know, do, do any type of what I would refer to as atypical behavior for themselves. Um, so you have to look at what are people's, people's typical patterns and how do they work with it. And then the other part of it is as a manager, as a leader, what are you doing to relieve the stress on that? And what, you know, in simple little things, like are you giving people information in the way they can best receive it? You know, most of us have been brought up with the golden rule, which, you know, says do unto others the way we want to be treated. And what, what I try to promote, what we try to promote is the platinum rule, which is do unto others the way they want to be treated, which may not be the same as the way I want to be treated. So, and just to give you an example, if somebody likes to get a tremendous amount of information before they start on a project, they may have a tendency to give people a lot of information before they start on a project. But the recipient may say, whoa, I'm feeling micromanaged because you're telling me what to do, how to do it. And so what I oftentimes say is when I'm working with managers, focus on the what and the when. But, you know, other people could have a really good idea in terms of the how. And so to think about what, you know, what is the other person really wanting? Um, we use a lot of um, behavioral profiles. My favorite one is the DISC, the DISC one that looks at behavior because you can control your behavior. I don't like to use personality profiles, even though I certainly train to, um, because you can't change a person's personality, but you can modify their behavior. And each person can start to say, oh, wow, you know, this may not work with everybody. Maybe I have to ask in a different way. Maybe I have to take time to say hello. Maybe I have to take time to say, how was your weekend? And then listen to the response. And which, by the way, is the important piece. So many times that, you know, we practice what we're going to say, but we really need to be saying, okay, what are they saying? And how can I listen better? How can I here? And that's one of the that's one of the biggest problems I think of management is that uh, managers ask the question, then they'll listen to the answer, uh, and that's a major problem. I mean, why bother to ask if you're not going to listen to what the person is telling you? So uh, you know, you know, down deep, I think I I wanted to be a psychologist myself. <laughs> Because I really love the management part of my job. I really, that was, and, and I have to say, I was very successful at it because I really enjoyed it. That, that was, to me, that was the best part of my job. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that I erred in profession. I, I <laughs> should have been a psychologist. 
Well, come join me anytime. Uh, you know, it's so funny, Lucy, when you say that. I'll ask people, what do you like best about the job? And it is not unusual for them to say the people. And then I'll ask them, what do you like least about the job? And they think, and they quite, and all of a sudden they go, uh, the people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, by the way, Hull and Associates website, HullOnline.com, HullOnline.com. And you say you have associates work with you. Do you go into organizations to help them assess sort of their business uh-huh. hierarchy, environment? Yes, we do. We use um, what I call the medical model, diagnose and then prescribe. You know, what we like to do is to talk to the people and find out what is the real need, because sometimes what they think is the real need is not necessarily, and they make what they really need, and they may not call it the right thing. Like, for example, um, I had one client who said to me, I think we need to teach our managers time management. And once I figured out what they wanted was that they really wanted their managers to spend more time with their people. And so it was, you know, calling it a different thing. It was recognizing how to work better with their people. So I think that's really important. I'm very skeptical. I would be very skeptical of a physician who says, hey, I've got a sale on penicillin. Now tell me what your problem is. Sure. Lucy, go ahead. No, I was was thinking that you, you know, you are very much alike. People, I'm sure, even in small businesses, I don't believe they would need somebody like you. But, you know, small businesses, uh, and when I say small businesses, you know, SCORE, we, we deal with all sizes. Majority of the folks are small businesses that are businesses that are maybe uh, anywhere between five to 100 people or something like that. And they think that because they have a small business, they really aren't going to need your help. And you know what? They need their help because people, when you are in business, you are really in the people business. If the people don't understand what you're, you know, what the owner or the manager wants and vice versa, if the manager doesn't understand what the person wants, they are not going to be successful because everybody's going in a different direction and that just doesn't work. Uh, so, uh, you know, I encourage people regardless of what size company you have that you really think about having somebody like yourself to be working with you, uh, working with them. Because as I say, uh, you know, the human mind is really a big mystery and uh, most people, most of us don't understand it, you know, so we need the guidance in order to be successful in the business world. And, you know, when you deal with the issues when they're a small company, a lot of times they can apply these as they grow, and that will allow them to grow. You yeah. know, I can't tell you the number of very small companies. You're saying five. I've even worked with, like, husband and wife teams that have worked together. And, you know, there's issues. When, you know, oh, yeah. you get two people. There's an old joke that says, get two people together, you get three opinions. Yep. So, <laughs> you know, and, go ahead. I'm sorry. And, and, you know, I know I'm using a lot of humor and I tend to use a lot of humor when I work with people, because if you don't laugh at, you know, this great quote from um, Mark Twain, who says, if you don't laugh at yourself, you miss out on a lot of good humor. (laughs) But, you know, we do this stuff and we, we think we're the only ones that are suffering in this area. 
but or we're the only ones, you know, that have this issue. We don't want to tell anyone because, oh, no, we've got everybody. I always say everybody wants to leave what I refer to as a Facebook live, which everything is wonderful and positive. But, you know, if you deal with the issues when you're small, when you grow, you've already gotten some um, experience under your belt and you can deal with the issues when they get bigger. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it was uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, the boxer, said, you know, take on the challenges, large and small, because they prepare you for the next one coming down the road, right? And uh, that, and that's how you achieve. That's how you, I think he said it, that's how you become a champion. And, of course, he was a boxing champion. Dr. Mimi Hull is who we're speaking with, Hull & Associates. HullOnline.com is her website. The phone number for Dr. Hull is 407-628-0669. 407-628-0669. And if you go to hullonline.com, you can sign up for her newsletter and you will get the latest one there also as well. And so, by the way, you know, body language also has a lot to do with this. And you mentioned watching behavior and stuff like that. And of course, over the last couple of years, with so much being done via Zoom, it would make that sort of thing a lot harder. But did, did Zoom make office tensions less more or about the same and and i only have about a minute so if you maybe want to start with it we'll pick it up on the other side um i every time you lose a sense the opportunity for conflict increases Ah. so every if you're not in person you're going to lose something um if you're just using uh, the written word you have even more opportunity for miscommunication Wow. Okay. All right. Well, very good. And like I said, we'll pick this up a little bit on the other side. Once again, our guest today, Dr. Mimi Hull, Hull and Associates, HullOnline.com. And while you're at it, please, once again, go to Orlando.score.org. Sign up for newsletters at both locations. Orlando.score.org also has archives now, not only of these radio shows all throughout the years, from all throughout the years, but also now all of the Zoom presentations they've had over the last couple of years. And both archives continue to build. And all of that is available to you at no charge. That's Orlando.score.org. And we will be back with more of What's the Score? We're back. We are What's the Score? And once again, we want to thank you so very much for tuning in. Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart here, along with our guest today, Dr. Mimi Hull. Before we get back to the conversation, though, once again, I'd like to remind you of the advantages of good old-fashioned radio, and that is that you can get your message to a mass audience, and it's so very easy. And the people here at at Salem Surround, I'm sorry, at Salem Media Group Orlando, take excellent care of you. And now with Salem Surround, they can also integrate and coordinate your social media platforms with your radio platform, or just go with the social media, or just go with the radio. They got it all, and they got it here for you. And if you'd like to find out more about Salem Surround, go to surroundorlando.com. That's surroundorlando.com. And if you want to speak with someone over the phone, give them a call at 407-618-1760. Once again, radio is still the most effective way to reach a mass audience in any community across the country. More people listen to radio than watch TV. More people listen to radio than use the Internet, believe it or not. All right, so that's surroundorlando.com. 407-618-1760. 
407-618-1760. And when you speak to the great folks here, once again, tell them that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart sent you. All right, back to Dr. Hull. Uh, Dr. Hull, the you were beginning to say that, you know, that anytime you lose so, sort of a, a a means of communication, it makes tensions escalate. I think a lot of people thought, you know, once you go to Zoom, you don't have, people aren't elbow to elbow and kind of thing, and and people won't have escalated tensions. But it it didn't work out that way. It works the other way. It it really does. Uh, you know, we've also become very word dependent with our texting and our emails and things like that, and the opportunity for miscommunication is increased dramatically because people don't necessarily hear or read things through your eyes they read through their own eyes and if they put one of my favorite sentences if they put the emphasis on the wrong syllable (laughs) uh it'll be a message that they won't understand and will reinterpret and as i mentioned earlier we'll go to the negative so that oftentimes happens so you know while email and texting are wonderful tools You've got to be careful and you've got to read them and say, okay, what's the worst way this can be taken? Because believe it or not, that oftentimes occurs. And it's really all about communications when it gets right down to it, right? That when you're at a distance, the ability to communicate is diminished. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I find that when I go into organizations, I do what I call a simultaneous translation of English. And what I mean by that is, the message that's being sent and the message that's being received is oftentimes not the same message. And I have to go in and say, okay, help me to interpret what you think they meant. And when I talk about good communication, it's, is the message received, not only just the words, but is it received with the same meaning and with the same impact? Did they take it the way you sent it? Because many times what happens is they took it differently, can repeat back exactly what was said, but the interpretation is totally different. And that's a piece that I think we have to keep working on. And once I go in and start to talk about that, the light bulbs go off. They go, oh, my gosh, I have been taking it all wrong. And and so the opportunity to work with people and see what has started out as moments of conflict turn out to be opportunities for collaboration. It's, it's really very exciting, not only for the client, but for me to see it happen. I think it's very interesting myself because, you know, people can say the same thing and some people are a lot quieter. Some people are very much louder. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people never speak. You know, it's just amazing. I mean, human beings are just amazing. They really are. I'm telling you, I should have been a psychiatrist. (laughs) (laughs) I love what I do. I absolutely love it. You mentioned earlier, I believe you mentioned profiles. Was was it disc profiles that you mentioned? Could you discuss that a little bit more, please? Yeah, it's one of the profiles that we use and can be done remotely. Um, It looks at four dimensions of behavior, dominant, influencing, steady, and cautious and looks at what do you tend to use more often. And again, you do this in a focused setting because you may act one be- use one set of behaviors at work and a different set of behaviors at, you know, at home. Particularly women tend to adapt differently in different arenas. And what I found is when people take this profile and they jokingly will say, who followed me around? Because the results are so very accurate. And then what you learn is, okay, how do I take what I am 
and modify it so that I can work better with others. What do I need to do more of? What do I need to do less of? What, you know, again, do I give them a lot of verbiage when they only want a little bit? Do I tend to speak with so much enthusiasm that people think that you're not genuine? Uh, again, once we start to realize this, it's like holding a mirror in front of ourselves and making adjustments. I oftentimes say, yeah, you wouldn't get dressed in the morning without a mirror. Don't work without a, a profile that gives you some input on what, how you're coming across. What were the four again? You said they're dominant, dominant they're influencers, influencing, steady and cautious, steady and cautious. And I guess the ideal situation is if you're sort of an equal blend of each one. And well, actually, the ideal situation is to know what your style is and then figure out what the other person's style is and how do we um, modify our style to meet the others, meet the needs of others. It's just like if you're trying to get somebody's uh, place of business um, and you're before we had, you know, different types of um, navigation devices. If you call someone and said, how do you get to your business? The first question back was going to be, where are you coming from? Well, the profile tells you where you're coming from and then gives you direction on how to work with others. Lucy, I saw you nodding your head. Go ahead. Well, no, that's a a good uh, analysis, really. I mean, it's a good way to put it. You're right. That's exactly what you, you know, where's your business? Where are you coming from? That's uh, the actual answer. So makes sense. But yeah. but but to be clear, it isn't to discourage you from being who you are, but just to know who you're dealing with and and modifying how you deal with them, knowing the differences. Is that correct? You know, if you want to get something done, you've got to present it in a matter that's appetizing. Got it. And and so that's part of learning what different people's styles are, so that you can give them the information in a way they can best digest it. Okay. And actually, everybody's looking for information because, mm-hmm. as you said, you know, when people don't have information, they go to the dark side and they don't really want to go there. But that's where they end up because everybody tends to, you know, think the worst without knowing exactly. any details. That's why it's so important to get to for people to be informed in an organization so that they're not wondering and and doing that sort of thing. Uh, so, but it's, once again, it's all about effectively communicating with others. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And that's something that we don't, nobody taught us. You know, we learn how to make widgets. We don't learn how to communicate with each other. And that's what I love seeing the light bulbs go on when people are taught and they learn and they go, oh my gosh, you know, why didn't I know this earlier? And I go, you know it now. That's what's most important. <laughs> okay. And if you would like to have uh, Dr. Hull sit down with you and talk to you about how perhaps she can apply some of these things in your organization, you can call her at 407-628-0669, 407-628-0669. You can also visit online at hullonline.com, hullonline.com, H-U-L-L, just spell it all out, hullonline.com. We only have a couple of minutes left here. Any final thoughts, tips to give to the audience? I think one of the main things is to recognize the fact that you can't be an expert in everything and that you have to hire different experts to help you to be better in the arenas that you're not schooled in or taught in or experienced in. I think that's a really important thing. And, you know, um, you wouldn't hesitate to go to a doctor if you had a broken arm. And I always want to say, don't hesitate to go to somebody when you have a broken spirit. 
And it's so important to recognize the fact that these are areas that will help you to be even better. It's not necessarily remediation, but how can, you know, our motto for our company is you don't have to be sick to get better. And that's our goal uh, to get people to work better with each other. Okay. And make your organization more successful in the process. So once again, Hull and Associates, HullOnline.com, HullOnline.com. I'm sorry, Lucy, did I cut you off? Did you want to add to that? No, no, no. I'm just thinking that that's something that would help, not just in business, but also on a personal basis. You know, learning to communicate is the key to success in any way, whether it's in business or in a relationship. So it works. I mean, any kind of help that you can get in that regard is going to be good for any individual. Just remember, it can't be a one-way street, right, Dr. Hull? (laughs) Right, absolutely. All right. So you got to set up those lines of communication, and you have to look for uh, things going on in your organization. All right. So Dr. Hull can help you with all of that. That's HullOnline.com, HullOnline.com. Once again, if you sign up for her newsletter, you'll get the latest one immediately. And while you're at it, go to Orlando.score.org, please. Sign up for the newsletter there, and that way you'll know everything that SCORE has going on, and they always have something going on at SCORE. And, Lucy, maybe you need to talk to somebody over there at SCORE and have Dr. Hull do one of the Coffee with the Leader presentations uh, when you all get an opening over there, right? uh, I will certainly mention that, and uh, hopefully, well, I know Dr. Hull is very busy. She was a tough lady to find and (laughs) get toward this show, So, but we'll work on that. And uh, Let's just say there's... There's never a recession in her business. (laughs) (laughs) No, she she will always be busy. (laughs) All right. Well, Dr. Hull, thanks for being on the show with us today. We appreciate it and do hope you'll come back in the future. Yes, would love to. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. One last time, her phone number, 407-628-0669. Her website, hullonline.com. And then for SCORE, of course, it's 407-420-4844 and orlando.score.org. And don't forget the Facebook page also at SCORE Orlando on Facebook. All right. So we appreciate you tuning in this week. And once again, thanks for telling your friends and family and everybody about the show as the audience continues to grow. We really do appreciate that. So that's going to wrap it up for us this week. So uh, once again, thanks again for tuning in. Until next week, that's all for What's the Score? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.